You're listening to episode 123 of the Soul Led Life and Business Podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Linda, and we're back today for another epic conversation about living a soul-led life and running a soul-led business. So let's get into it. And today I'm sharing with you uh, something that really came through for me last week in conversations that I was having with people, uh, in coaching sessions that I was doing, and even showing up in my own uh, in my own reality. And basically, it's this idea that if you are short on time, you need to do less of this. Okay. And during this conversation, I talk about the way that we get caught up in our overthinking, uh, stalling for the right decision, waiting for some divine intervention. And then I talk a bit about intuition, about decision making, about intentions. And ultimately, really, it's a conversation about self-trust. So I really hope that you enjoyed this conversation. I hope it sparks some ideas for you. Maybe it challenges you a little bit. Uh, So take some time now to listen in. When you're short on time, it means that you have to be able to move quickly. It means that you want to be efficiently using the time that you do have. And this is something that I speak to people about all the time. They're like, I've only got a limited amount of time. Maybe this is a side hustle and I'm still working a job, managing kids, whatever that might be. Okay. I get that. I've been all of those things over the years. But what I have discovered is that when you are short on time, there is one key thing that you need to do a hell of a lot less of. And the reason that this has come to the forefront is because in the last couple of weeks, almost every client that I have talked to, almost every uh, coaching session that I have done, this little situation has come up, okay? And so I want to share with you what it is. Then I want to share with you how it shows up. And then I want to give you some ideas about how to get out of this. Okay, to truly actually get out of this. And what I think is actually going on a couple of levels deeper with this situation. Okay, so if you are short on time, you need to stop thinking so much. Honestly, I would be a millionaire if I had a dollar for every time a client or a prospective client or a person in a Facebook group says to me, oh, you know, I just need to think about it. Or, you know, I'm really struggling to figure it out. So I'll just take a little bit more time to think. Have you ever said that? Honestly, like be honest. Have you ever said that? Because the reality is that what you're actually generally doing is stalling for the right. Okay, you're stalling for the right decision, the right next move, the right opportunity to come along, the right thought to come in your head that kind of pushes you forward. Basically, as I say to my clients, what you are often doing is waiting for angels to just appear from the heavens with the perfect answer, the perfect next step. Okay, and the right and the perfect are killing your business. This is why you waste so much time because the time is up here, okay? 
this is why people say, oh, you know, I'm overwhelmed. You know, I don't know what to do. I'm really stuck. The only place that you are stuck is inside your head. And you're stuck because you think that there's one right way or one right answer or one next step that you need to have delivered to you from the heavens before you move. And I've spoken many, many, many times before about the fact that action brings clarity, that waiting around for clarity before you take action, you are going to be waiting a hell of a long time. And this is connected because what I see is a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm not exactly sure. I just need to think about it for a little bit longer. And I'm not just talking about in sales conversations. I'm talking about thinking about the next move they're going to make in their business, thinking about what they're going to do here, thinking about what they're going to post. And in the end, it's just a whole lot of stalling and it's a whole lot of mind drama. And there's probably more going on underneath. And the reality is, that if you get stuck in your head and you struggle to make decisions and you struggle to know what it is that you want to do next, then likely there's actually a self-trust issue going on. And self-trust is probably one of the key core deep issues that I work with extensively with my clients. This is a, a an opportunity for growth that exists in most people. And we can spend a lot of time talking about why I think that might be um, and what I've experienced with people. We can talk about childhood conditioning. We can talk about generational conditioning. We can talk about uh, years in corporate where decisions were taken out of our hands and we just followed somebody else's process. But one of the key mindset shifts that comes up when we go from employee to entrepreneur or CEO is that we end up with a lot of decisions to make a lot of decisions to make. And so if you don't trust yourself when it comes to making decisions, then it's going to make life pretty difficult. And this is generally what's going on for all of you out there that are like, I'll just think a little bit more. Okay. And actually what you do is just add more thoughts and more thoughts and more thoughts to the fog that is going on in your head. And this is when people complain of overwhelm, they complain of burnout, and it often has very little to do with what you're actually doing. And it's more to do with the amount that you are thinking, okay? And the amount of time that you're spending up in your head with all these thoughts and ideas swirling around, hoping that the right one is just gonna somehow land on you. Until you get to the point where you trust that no matter what happens, you are going to be okay, it is hard to make decisions, particularly big decisions, business decisions, decisions that are potentially going to have an impact on your income, on your ability to help people, all of those really key pieces. But really fully and fundamentally understanding that no matter what happens, it's part of your journey. Everything will be okay. Recalibration will happen. That is so, so key. And it's something I talk about with people all the time, all the time. Because there is no right decision. There is no right next step. There is no wrong decision or wrong next step, okay? There is just a decision. 
And this is this really interesting thing where it isn't the thing, it's how we think about the thing, okay? This is where the perfectionism pops up. Imposter syndrome pops up. Doubt pops up. Old stories and conditioning pops up, okay? But the way we think about it is that we have to get it right. We have to find the right one. We have to be clear. We have to have some clarity. We have to know where we're going. We have to know the next, you know, quite a few steps before we actually just step forward, before we get out of our head and into our body. Because stepping forward is movement. It's body. It's action. Okay. It's not getting stuck up in your head. And this has a connection with intuition. I have a conversation today with someone and they were talking about the fact that they don't know how to tap into their intuition. They don't know how to, you know, hear themselves or, or um, connect in with themselves so that they can make decisions. And I have a few cool tools that I use for this. One tool that I love is human design for understanding how you are designed to actually um, hear and receive intuition, how you're designed to make decisions. Some of us are designed to make decisions in the moment really quickly. I'm one of them. There's a lot of people out there, though, that are not designed to make decisions like that and they don't actually realize and the world tells us that making decisions in the moment and moving quickly, that's the way to go. But for more than 50% of the population, that's not actually the case, okay? But what we allow ourselves to do is get up in our heads, really get up in our heads, get swirling around in our thoughts, swirling around in our beliefs, really get into the thinking, really get stuck in the mind, in the mind, rather than in the body. And the intuition is in the body. And so... One of the other things that I've found, I find really, really interesting is I had someone say to me today, I'm just going to sit with it. I'm just going to sit with that and, 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 you know, just give it a, give it a bit. Now I love to sit with things. Okay. I often sit with things. I often allow projects to sit for a while, but there is a difference between sitting with something and obsessively thinking about it. And this is attachment. Okay, this is where this idea of attachment comes in. So when you sit with something, you put an intention out there and you just detach, you just allow it to be whatever it is and for the answers to come whenever they come because you trust that they will come and you trust that no matter what you do, everything will be okay. The other side is when you think about something, you obsess about something, you you like ask everybody for their opinion. You do every course for everything that's out there. And you really just feed the mind, feed the thoughts, feed the stories, feed the drama. That is not sitting with it, okay? That is obsessing over it. That is adding to your overwhelm. You are not going to find answers from more thinking, Okay, and I know this goes against everything that we were told. Okay, even when we were kids, if you didn't know the answer to something, someone will be like, just think about it for a while, you know, it'll come to you. Well, it will, but it's going to come to you not because you obsessively think about it. In fact, it's going to come to you faster when you walk away. A really good example of this situation is when you I love this one because this happens to me all the time. Okay. Names. I don't know if you guys know, 
but I am not great with names when I meet new people. Okay. And I have some tools now (laughs) that I've learned over the years to help with that, but I'm not great with names. I'm very good with faces, but not great with names. And so, you know, when you're there and you're talking to someone and you want to introduce them to your partner, but you realize that you don't know their name and it's hella awkward. If you get up in your head and think about it and you're like, oh my God, oh my God, I don't know their name. I've got to think of their name. What's their name? Oh my God, it's on the tip of my tongue. You are never going to think of their name. When do you think of their name? You think of their name as you leave the room, the pressure's off. You don't need to know their name anymore. And all of a sudden you're like, bang. And you get their name. And you think, damn it. Why did I not have that name earlier when I wanted to introduce that person to my partner? And now I look like a rude asshole because I didn't. But the reality is it came to you as you left the room because you just let go. You just took a breath, gave yourself a little bit of grace and exited the pressure of the situation. And then all of a sudden the answer came. That is exactly what happens when we set our intention and we just allow something to sit without overthinking, without getting stuck in our head. And this is so important to really think about this because when you are making decisions, when you are working out what you're going to do next, if you are in that mind, in that thinking, in that obsessing, then it is going to make it very, very difficult for you to figure out what to do next. And likely as soon as you let go, that's when you figure it out. This is why you figure epic things out when you're on holidays, epic things out when you're out for your walk, epic things out when the kids are playing sport, okay? It's the times where you are not allowing your mind to be consumed with needing to find the right answer, okay? So... I wanted to come in and share that with you because I just hear this so often and I know what it feels like to live in that constant state of overthinking and overwhelm. For me, for so long, it showed up as anxious thoughts, like stressing about everything, future pacing everything, constantly, you know, thinking back to things I'd done in the past and wishing I'd done them differently. What I didn't have was a foundation of trusting that no matter what, I would be okay. Or that I could just let things go and the answer would come when it needed to. The more I've leaned into just following the nudges and the intuition, the more I've realized that the most interesting things just fall into place when I just allow them. That's what allowing is. That's what, that's what detaching is. These are words we hear a lot, a lot, okay? It's a little like the word alignment. But I like really we want to dive deeper. And I want to dive deeper into this need to think and this stalling on making decisions and looking for the right next thing to do and waiting for somebody else to have the answer. Because truly underneath all of it, it's a self-trust issue. From the time that we're really young, our trust in ourselves is undermined by the world. Maybe when you were a child, you heard someone say to you, oh, don't, don't think like that or, or don't worry about that. Don't, you know, that, that's not going to happen. Oh, I don't even know why you, you, you're even thinking about that. 
Or no, it's perfectly safe to do that thing that then turns out not to be safe. But from very early on, our self-trust is undermined. We outsource our decisions to other people. We have experiences that undermine that trust, the trust in other people, but most importantly, our trust in ourselves, our ability to make our decision, our intuition. Most young children have no problem tapping into their intuition. They have no problem getting that nudge, trying and failing. If they did, we would literally never learn to walk. Because every time that little almost one-year-old or just over one-year-old goes to take a step, they damn well know there's a good chance they're going to fall over and they are still there for it. They are still doing it. They're not getting all up in their head, thinking about the best way to do it so they have the best chance of success. They know that the chance of success increases just purely by the number of times they do it and get it wrong because they learn the lesson. And business is the same. It's an experiment. Nobody, and I mean nobody, including me, can tell you what is going to work for you. Only you can figure that out. And the way you figure it out is by doing stuff and figuring out what doesn't work. But you can't do that if you are stuck in your head thinking, if you're stalling, trying to make the right decision, figure out the right next step, waiting for somebody else to harp on in with the answer for you. So now is the time to start building that relationship of self-trust. Now is the time to stop thinking your way to an answer like the poor person's name you can't think of when you're at that social engagement. Now is the time to set the intention and leave the room, trusting that the right thing will come at the right time when it's ready to come, trusting that you're going to be okay no matter what comes, what happens, what goes forward. That's deep self-trust. And it's not something that we just like fix in one coaching call. And this is, you know, something we've talked about before and, And, you know, I've said before, we're not just going to put Band-Aids on this stuff. Like this can be really deep work. This takes time. This is actually a habit that you cultivate to trust in yourself. It's a habit. It's a habit to let go of attachment and allow the answers to come. It's a habit to take action even when you're not 100% sure and just see what comes out of the woodwork, fail or success, whatever. Everything is just information. It's just learning. It's just an experience. So I hope that by sharing that with you, it just normalizes this pattern and process, but also asks you to really think about where you're spending your time. Because I will almost guarantee that there is a lot of time that is getting used up, stuck up in your head. And it's not actually moving you forward. And when you say to me or you say to someone else, oh, I just don't have enough time. Well, all of that time that you're caught thinking is wasted. It's wasted energy. It's wasted time where you could be just taking the next step, seeing what happens, reevaluating, trusting that no matter what, everything will be okay, leaning into your intuition, And moving forward. So 
What can you do today, tomorrow, the next day to start building that relationship of self-trust, to start taking that step before you have to have the right thing, to start thinking a little less and letting go of some of that attachment, getting yourself out of that overwhelm. All right. I cannot wait to hear your thoughts about this. I want you to reach out and let me know. Does this resonate? Where are you at with this? Do you get stuck wasting time up in your head overthinking? Because I sure as hell did for a very long time. And it's something that I still catch myself doing sometimes now, not that often, but sometimes. And I'm like, get out of it. Not helpful. Stop it. So if you know that that deeper layer of self-trust is in play for you, that you are struggling to make decisions and getting into overthinking because you don't have that deep level of self-trust cultivated yet, you are not alone. And I would absolutely love to help you develop that because everything in your business gets so much easier once you have that foundation in play once you have that resilience and resourcefulness in play. So if you know that's you and you know you want help with that, then I would encourage you, please reach out to me. Let's chat about working together. Let's build that foundation together. Let's do some of that deeper work. Let's be willing to dive on in and deal with some of this stuff and create habits and behaviors and strategies that actually support you to get out of your head make decisions, move forward, learn, and live in that place of no matter what, you're going to be okay. Everything is going to figure itself out somehow. You are going to create your reality and you can create the reality of someone that is overwhelmed and overthinking and can't make decisions and wants to get everything right. Or you can create the reality of someone who has deep trust in themselves that takes steps that goes forward, that moves forward, that does the things, that shows up, that experiments, that tries, that sometimes falls, but ultimately also moves faster and more easily on the path to success. All right, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks so much for being with me. I'll chat to you soon.